Hello, and thanks so much for joining me for the Purpose Fill Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. On today's episode, we are talking about apologies. Yes, the importance of apologizing as a parent. So let's talk about this topic right now. Thanks so much again for joining me for today's podcast episode. So I did a post on Instagram and the post was in reference to parenting and apologies. And it got a little attention and a couple of inboxes. So I wanted to read it to you and discuss a little bit more about where I was coming from with that. So it states, parenthood is also admitting that you've made a mistake, admitting you were wrong and how you reacted, telling the truth after you've told a lie. It's being humble to apologize. When we take ownership for our actions and accountability, it teaches our children to do the same. Whoa, right? So again, I had comments such as, yes, I can relate to this so much. Um, Yes, I apologize many times to my kids. And there are parents who actually do apologize. They're like, look, baby, mama made a mistake. Mom, sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm not talking about that sorry where it's like little things and you're almost beating yourself up with apologies with like little things. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean in, in like flipping out sorries. I mean, actually having a sit down and saying, you know what? I was wrong for that. You know, let me talk to you a little bit more about that. You know, I didn't know it made you feel the way you are. And not that guilt apology. You know that apology where you're saying you're sorry, but you're almost being condescending to the child or the teenager. And like, I'm sorry that you took it the way you took it, but that's not where I was coming from. I mean, that's on you. Being a parent of four of children from ranging from teenage, a teenager to a preteen to grade school age and being a teacher, I can always tell where in the home there is communication because you see the child take ownership, you know, and that's very important here with us because we all know in this house that somebody's going to make a mistake. Somebody's going to make a spill. Somebody may say something that they may not mean to hurt somebody. Or sometimes in that moment, they actually did mean it. (laughs) They meant exactly what they said, but let's talk a little bit more in depth about it because I know I came at you wrong. And I can tell you in certain situations when I'm with children, with working with kids, and I can tell you that the child who had the dialogue in the home of everyone being able to talk it out, they were more able to actually apologize or make peace in conflict. And the one who it wasn't talked about and they dealt with the walkouts and all of that, that was the child that they didn't know how. It wasn't that they were just this horrible, bad child. They didn't know how. So I've had a mentoring program for 10 years. It's the only year here thus far that I'm taking a break because I'm at a new school and I'm still adjusting to the environment. But usually my mentoring program has the upper grade. So if I was in elementary, it was the fourth and fifth graders. In middle school, it was the upper grades, like the eighth graders and the seventh graders. Now, the last school, I had a combination of both and I had three advisors. So we would work with the different age groups. And that was the group where it felt more last year. 
out of all the years I've done this, that it felt more like a sisterhood and a connection where we really got to the meat and the nitty, the nitty gritty, as my grandfather would say, of discussions about personal life. And it wasn't just going on trips and the nail polish and kiki and it was really like getting to the heart and the meat of what mentorship is when you talk to children they give you insight of everything that they're going through and you give them the actual tools to help themselves and to help one another and I will tell you the truth as a mom there are some times that I know that I was out of line so I'm just telling you this right now, because oftentimes when we hear words like purpose, we associate that with perfection. And no, that's definitely not where I come from with my platform. I make mistakes as a mom. I try my best as a mom and sometimes my best, you know, or what I had in that moment or what I thought I may have a moment, you know, or I may I thought I was trying to do this, but I have to, you know, I actually have to go back. So, you know, in a situation with my children, when it gets tense, mostly it's tense with those uh, with the older kids. I'll just say with those older kids <laughs> because they're they're becoming their their own. They're they're getting older and they're feeling and smelling themselves. Mama still have to hold down the household and then being the sole person here with doing that, you know, sometimes we butt heads. Sometimes they're out of line. And sometimes when you're a stressful mom, a stressed out mom in a moment, I'll say that. I like to say that better. And they're coming at you and you're like, I, <laughs> boy, this not today. Uh, little girl, this not today. <laughs> I'm being completely real. Sometimes we have one of those moments where we're getting those, we're giving those looks like, okay, you're saying, what did you say? Or they're looking at me like, okay, mom, I'm, ha I'm having a moment. So we have to have those sit downs. We have to we have to have those. And that may be once a week where we have we have a talk. We talk it out when we don't um, attend service. One of the things that we do on Sundays and this has been consistent. We sit at that table. I pull out the Bible or if we use a digital device, we'll use that. But I prefer to use the Bible and I love the adventure Bible. And we talk about different stories and we talk about issues that we deal with and refer it to a lesson so that when it comes down to conflict how to handle that you know and I remember one bible study in particular my oldest was not feeling it he was in one of his playful moods sarcastic moods and right in the middle of the lesson and it's definitely not like a very rigid lesson it's very loose we have to because we have one child <laughs> And they have one sibling. I say we, I have one child and we have, they have a sibling is one person in the room that we know is doing their own thing. <laughs> and that's my daughter. Uh, I, I tell you about, I have a daughter with autism. So, you know, she is in her world and sometimes in the most serious moment, she'll say something <laughs> and just make us all pause and we'll just have a moment just like just a laughter and sometimes she'll drop her own little nugget they'll think that she's in her world and then she'll come out and she'll actually have conversation and she'll tell you about what is you know actually in reference to the lesson and I'm like okay I see you girl I see you chiming in but that day he was just being just I'm gonna I'm say it he was just being a knucklehead and 
you know, trying uh, Sundays are usually my day where it should be a relaxed day. Sundays are actually the opposite. It's the anxiety with going back to work. It's preparing everybody for back to school for the week, organizing clothes, finalizing lesson plans. And it can be sometimes hard getting out my content. I always do a Sunday reflection. So all check it, check it out. You can find me on Instagram or the the blog, the website. There's always an inspirational message. I don't do a podcast in regards to those because I always do a video clip and I always do those that day. They're not pre-recorded. They are right there, like weeks in advance. They are right there on that Sunday because anything could happen that could give that inspiration. And I go from that on that Sunday. So, you know, I'm kind of frazzled. And then that's also the day that I actually take my son back to be with his dad. So that day I'm always ripping and running. So when we have those sit downs and those moments, and I probably was as a mom in my feelings, because, you know, I'm ripping and running. I'm trying to do this moment for us to have. And then it's like you're using this moment as a day for you to play and say sarcastic remarks about all the lessons. And I was just I wasn't having it and he wasn't having it. And he's very strong willed. I have two strong willed children and we just had a moment right there. And when I took him back, we were in the car driving back and I could see that he knew he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. And as a mom, this is not the time where you want to break out and say a little, <laughs> say a, a bad word that you regret. Definitely when you are doing a Bible study lesson. But while we were driving back, it was a moment for me to have a talk with him and understand that, you know, he he's a he's a teen. He's having his moments. You know, he's still at that age where he's trying to figure out himself, figure out life. And even though this wasn't a time and a place due to how that day was going, you know, it was a moment where everybody was off, although we were still trying to do our lesson. So I had to apologize if I came at him wrong when I snapped and he opened up too. And that's one of the things that we do where we just apologize. It's not a situation in this home where sorry, you know, saying you sorry. I prefer I apologize and not saying that you're sorry. You know, it's okay. We make mistakes, apologize, and let's move forward. So that's important for us. My daughter transitioning from having two parents in a home and then being the, being that it's just with mom. We had some challenges in that first part, definitely for the first two years. And sometimes we would go toe to toe. And mom's not having an outlet. You know, if I talk to my friends, I have to be careful that if I have to vent, I can't do that in front of her. You know, because to her, despite what mama may be going through, and it's still so fresh, that's her father. So I have to make sure that I come correct with her and understanding that she's still coping and to make sure that there is a balance between helping her cope and then also as a mom that I'm not being vindictive in my conversation. And if I find myself out of place, that I have to apologize? And then opening up that apology in conversation and as a catalyst in the home, I guess I'm saying it correctly, when it comes down to things of importance, when we make mistakes in this house, we apologize. 
when we wrong one another, we apologize and we get to the root of it. And it's not for them to be perfect kids, you know, and let them know that, look, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have a moment. But here, if you do, we got your back and we love you and we still love you for it. And that's taking what they're studying in the word and what they're hearing at church and putting it actually in action and not in something that we're just saying. We could talk about forgiveness. We can say that all the time. But if we're not actually doing that within our homes, then the outside world, then what? I want my children to be good friends. I want them because I know that they're not always going to be with mommy that eventually you have to realize as a parent that you are raising somebody else's spouse, somebody else's future mother, and somebody else's future father. So if you have communication in the home and you actually open up the door for that, to have these real heart-to-hearts, it'll help them in the future. So that, you know, for me, I believe when you are a matriarch, there is so much importance behind that that you want to be able to have your children be able to be great siblings to one another, just in case you're not there and not have no hidden issues and tension. You want your child to be able to be a good spouse and have the wisdom to choose a good spouse. (laughs) Hush, many hush. (laughs) And you want them to be able to communicate effectively with your with their children so that you leave a legacy of love and that you don't have a legacy of tension and dissension. And the the way we break that is by opening up and apologizing. Some of us never got that apology ourselves from our parents. Some of us never heard that growing up, I apologize. We have some apologies we're still waiting on. I can tell you I have my own, but we can't fix the past We can't make our parents do what they didn't do. We can't dig up a grave because my father's passed away. So I can't have my dad, you know, apologize for what happened, dad, for you going, for leaving. I can't do that. But I can start with the generation that I have that I'm responsible for and going forward and saying in this house, in this family, we apologize, we forgive and we show love. So. Don't carry the burden of what mama didn't do for you or what daddy didn't do for you. Start with the generation that you are responsible for now. And when mama is out of pocket, mama apologize. And another thing, you can't apologize for what you didn't do. So for my uh, moms out there, you don't apologize for what dad didn't do. He has to hold the weight for his own. But for you, you apologize for what you have when you know, again, we're out of pocket. And sometimes in parenting, we're out of pocket. We have our moments of frustration. We say things we don't. um, We say some things in the moment in reaction. It happens to the best of us. And when we do that, apologize. Sometimes we wanted to be there. We were a few minutes late. But you apologize. I'll never forget my daughter had a program at a school and my son had a program at a school and I'm miles apart. Let's just not just miles, an hour or so different. And I missed one in trying to go to the other because it was just me. And I had the biggest 
snot nose cry ever because I I've always was you know planned to be there and that's what you always tell your child I'm going to be there I'm going to be there I'm going to be there and my daughter just was like mom it's okay I felt like a weight was lifted she was like mommy it's okay and we went to I think we went to the movies or ice cream afterwards and she was like, you came to all the other stuff. But see, seeing that my mom came to everything, I always wanted to make sure that I never missed anything that my kids had. And it, and my daughter was like, mom, it was okay. <laughs> and her casualness about it just made me feel so good as a mom. And I'm glad that she saw that as a mom, that I was sincerely apologetic about it because I'm trying to go from here to there. And if you listen to the podcast more, you'll know that, you know, my situation of co-parenting is in two different places and with two exes and with um, distance, again, long distance. So it's kind of complicated sometimes with being here, there and everywhere. My son, he'll say, mom, if I didn't make it to a game, he's like, mom, you're way down there. He was like, I know you were here. And I'm like, but I was, he was like, you don't have to apologize. You were right there in the stands. I was like, how? He was like, I, you were there. And then I come to the games when I am there. It, it could be so many people in the stands, but he'll look up and he'll have these big arms. He's like, Ma. <laughs> he'll, I, yeah, Ma. Just what? Yeah, it's a country thing. He's out there in the country, y'all. <laughs> and I'm down south, so that's why I told you guys, y'all. But he's definitely far out in the country. So he's he's picked up a little bit of an accent. So he'll say, Ma. <laughs> but he never misses his he never misses when I'm there. And if I'm not there, he's told he'll tell me, Mom, there's no need to apologize. You were right there anyway. But that just knowing that they have that empathy, you know, that's one of the things we want to teach our children to have empathy and to have compassion for others. And especially it starts at home. So don't never feel that because you are bigger or because you are older or because you have the role of mom, that you are the matriarch, that the mom can't apologize. There are so many people, and you know it and I know it, that are adults, that due to the fact that they never had that apology and that heart to heart, I call it that, I call it this, when the little child within has never had a voice or never been healed they act out on every other relationship they have everybody they work with every friendship they have because they never actually had that moment and maybe that moment was all they needed was mom or dad to say I apologize I hope you enjoyed today's episode Hey, thanks so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and you can also check me out on TikTok. So I enjoy connecting with you all. And let's keep within our homes, compassion, love, and forgiveness, and not to forget ownership. I love you, but God loves you more. Be blessed, beautiful people. Bye.